Section 1 of Jurisprudence. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Jurisprudence by John Salmond. Chapter 1. The Science of Jurisprudence. Section 1. Jurisprudence as the Science of Law. In the widest of its applications, the term jurisprudence means the science of law, using the word law in that vague and general sense in which it includes all species of obligatory rules of human action. Of jurisprudence in this sense, there are as many divisions as there are kinds of law, which have been deemed sufficiently important and well-developed to serve as the subject matter of distinct branches of learning. They are at least three in number. 1. Civil jurisprudence. This is the science of civil law, that is to say the law of the land. Its purpose is to give a complete and systematic account of that complex body of principles which is received and administered in the tribunals of the state. 2. International jurisprudence. This is the science of international law or the law of nations. It is concerned not with the rules which are in force within states, but with those which prevail between states. Just as the conduct of the subjects of a single state is governed by the civil law, so international law regulates the conduct of states themselves in their relations towards each other. And three, natural jurisprudence. This is the science of that which our forefathers termed natural law or the law of nature, jus naturale. By this they meant the principles of natural justice, justice as it is in itself, in deed and in truth, as contrasted with those more or less imperfect and distorted images of it, which may be seen in civil and international law. Whether these principles of natural justice are rightly entitled to the name of law, whether natural law, so-called, can be rightly classed along with the civil and international law as a species of the same genus, is a question which is not needful for us here to discuss. It is sufficient for our present purpose to note the historical fact that there is a very extensive literature in which the law of nature is given a place side by side with civil law and the law of nations, just naturale, just civile, and just gentium, and in which the resulting threefold division of jurisprudence into natural, civil, and international is recognized as valid. Books of natural jurisprudence are in their essence books of ethics, or moral philosophy, limited, however, to that department which is concerned with justice, as opposed to the other forms of right, while the method and the point of view are those of the lawyer rather than of the moral philosopher. Experience has shown, however, that this abstract theory of justice in itself, this attempt to work out in abstracto the principles of natural right 
is a sufficiently unprofitable form of literature in england both name and thing have become in recent years all but obsolete yet they are not wanting even at this day examples of the earlier way of thought the most notable of these is the late professor lorimer's institutes of law a treatise on the principles of jurisprudence as determined by nature on the continent on the other hand the literature of natural law though no longer as flourishing as it was is still of importance one of the best-known works of this class is aaron's corps de droit naturel a typical example from an earlier epoch is puffendorf's once celebrated but now neglected work de jure naturae et gentium sixteen seventy two section two jurisprudence as the science of civil law in a second and narrower sense jurisprudence instead of including all three of the foregoing divisions is limited to only one namely that which we have distinguished as civil it is the science of civil law a similar specific application belongs to the term law also for when we speak of law without any qualifying epithet we commonly mean that particular form which is administered in the tribunals of the state so when we speak of jurisprudence without more we usually intend the science of this special kind of law and this alone footnote the term civil law though once in common use to indicate the law of the land has been partly superseded in recent times by the improper substitute positive law just positivum was a title invented by medieval jurists to denote law made or established positum by human authority as opposed to that just naturale which was uncreated and immutable it is from this contrast that the term derives all its point and significance it is not permissible therefore to confine positive law to the law of the land all is positive which is not natural international and canon law for example are kinds of just positicum no less than the civil law itself the term civil law possesses several other meanings which are not likely however to create any confusion it often means the law of rome corpus juris civilis as opposed more especially to the canon law corpus juris canonici these being the two great systems by which in the middle ages state and church were respectively governed at other times it is used to signify not the whole law of the land but only the residue of it after deducting some particular portion having a special title of its own thus civil is opposed to criminal law to ecclesiastical law to military law and so on the term civil law is derived from the just civili of the romans End footnote. civil jurisprudence is divisible into three branches which may be distinguished as systematic historical 
and critical the first deals with the present its purpose is the exposition of the legal system as it is now the second deals with the past it is concerned with the legal system in the process of its historical development the third deals with the ideal future it expounds the law not as it is or has been but as it ought to be systematic jurisprudence is legal exposition historical jurisprudence is legal history while critical jurisprudence is commonly known as the science of legislation section three theoretical jurisprudence there is yet a third and still narrower sense in which jurisprudence includes not the whole science of civil law but only a particular part of it in this limited signification it may be termed abstract theoretical or general to distinguish it from the more concrete practical and special departments of legal study it is with this form only that we are concerned in the present treatise how then shall we define it and how distinguish it from the residue of the science of the civil law it is the science of the first principles of the civil law it is not possible indeed to draw any hard line of logical division between these first principles and the remaining portions of the legal system the distinction is one of degree rather than one of kind nevertheless it is expedient to set apart as the subject matter of a special department of study those more fundamental conceptions and principles which serve as the basis of the concrete details of the law this introductory and general portion of legal science cut off for reasons of practical convenience from the special portions which come after it constitutes the subject matter of our inquiry it comprises the first principles of civil jurisprudence in all its three divisions systematic historical and critical the fact that its boundaries are not capable of being traced with logical precision detracts in no degree from the advantages to be derived from its recognition and separate treatment as a distinct department of juridical science practical legal exposition acknowledges no call to rise to first principles or to proceed to ultimate analysis from the point of view of law as an art the importance of conceptions and principles varies inversely with their abstractness or generality practical jurisprudence proceeds from below upward and descends no further than the requirements of use and practice demand theoretical jurisprudence on the contrary attributes value to the abstract and the general rather than to the concrete and the particular even when these two departments of knowledge are coincident in their subject matter they are far apart in their standpoints methods and purposes the aim of the abstract study is to supply that theoretical foundation which the science of law demands but of which the art of law is careless 
opinions may well differ to some extent as to the matters which are fit by reason of their generality or their theoretic and scientific interest to find a place among the contents of abstract jurisprudence speaking generally however it may be said that this science appropriately deals with such matters as the following one an analysis of the conception of civil law itself together with an examination of the relations between this and other forms of law two an analysis of the various subordinate and constituent ideas of which the complex idea of the law is made up for example those of the state of sovereignty and of the administration of justice three an account of the sources from which the law proceeds with an investigation into the theory of legislation precedent and customary law four an examination of the general principles of legal development as contrasted with the historic details of the growth of the individual legal system this last pertaining to legal history five an inquiry into the scientific arrangement of the law that is to say the logical division of the corpus juris into distinct departments together with an analysis of the distinctions on which the division is based six an analysis of the conception of legal rights together with a division of rights into various classes and the general theory of the creation transfer and extinction of rights seven an investigation of the theory of legal liability civil and criminal and eight an examination of any other juridical conceptions which by reason of their fundamental character or their theoretical interest significance or difficulty deserve special attention from the abstract point of view for example property possession obligations trusts incorporation and many others it may avoid misconceptions and assist us in understanding what theoretical jurisprudence is if we state shortly what it is not one in the first place it is not an elementary outline of the concrete legal system it deals not with the outlines of the law but with its ultimate conceptions it is concerned not with the simplest and easiest but with some of the most obtruse and difficult portions of the legal system theoretical jurisprudence is not elementary law any more than metaphysics is elementary science two in the second place it is not as the name general jurisprudence suggests and as some writers have held the science of those conceptions and principles which all or most systems of law have in common it is true indeed that a great part of the matter with which it is concerned is to be found in all mature legal systems all these have the same essential nature and purposes and therefore agree to a large extent in their fundamental principles but it is not because of this universal reception that such principles pertain to theoretical jurisprudence were it a rule of every country in the world that a man could not marry his deceased wife's sister 
the rule would not for that reason be entitled to a place in this department of legal science conversely as universal reception is not sufficient so neither is it necessary even if no system in the world save that of england recognized the legislative efficacy of precedent the theory of case law would none the less be a fit and proper subject of the science in question and three finally this branch of knowledge has no exclusive claim to the name of jurisprudence or of legal science it is not as some say the science of law but is simply the introductory portion of it as we have already seen it is not even capable of definite and logical separation from the residue of legal learning the division is one suggested by considerations of practical convenience not demanded by the requirements of logic the divisions of legal science as they have been stated and explained in the foregoing pages may be exhibited in tabular form as follows the top node of a tree is jurisprudence or the science of the law in general this top node branches off into three civil international and natural natural law is the science of natural law and justice international is the science of the law of nations civil branches off into theoretical and practical theoretical is the theory of civil law the science of the first principles of civil law practical branches off into systematic or legal exposition historical or legal history and critical the science of legislation section four english and foreign jurisprudence the use of the term jurisprudence to indicate exclusively that special branch of knowledge which we have termed theoretical jurisprudence is a peculiarity of english nomenclature in foreign literature jurisprudence and its synonyms include the whole of legal science and are never used in this specific and limited signification the foreign works which correspond most accurately to the english literature of the subject are of three different kinds one works devoted to the subject known as juridical encyclopedia one of the best known examples of which is that of arndt's he defines the department of legal science as comprising a scientific and systematic outline or general view of the whole province of jurisprudence rechtswissenschaft together with the general data of that science its purpose he adds is to determine the compass and limits of jurisprudence its relations to other sciences its internal divisions and the mutual relations of its constituent parts two books of pandectenrecht that is to say modern roman law and more especially the introductory or general part of these works german jurists have devoted extraordinary energy and acumen to the analysis and exposition of the law of the pandects in that modern form in which it was received in germany until superseded by recent legislation 
much of the work so done bears too special a reference to the details of the roman system to be in point with respect to the theory of english law the more general portions however are admirable examples of the scientific analysis of fundamental legal conceptions special mention may be made of the unfinished system of modern roman law by savini and of similar works of winscheid and dernberg three a third form of foreign literature which corresponds in part to our english books of jurisprudence consists of those works of jurisprudentia naturalis which have been already referred to these contain the theory of natural law and natural justice while english jurisprudence is concerned with civil law and with the civil or legal justice which that law embodies yet the relation between natural and civil law natural and civil justice is so intimate that the theory of the one is implicitly if not explicitly that of the other also widely therefore as they differ in aspect we may place the french philosophy du droit naturel and the german naturrechtswissenschaft side by side with our own theoretical jurisprudence it is indeed from the earlier literature of natural law as represented by puffendorf herlamaquai heineckius and others that the modern english literature of jurisprudence is directly descended End of section 1